It's Tuesday at 8pm and you're listening to The Best Possible Taste on West Limerick 102 FM. You're listening to The Best Possible Taste on West Limerick 102 FM. So I think it's fair to say that now we are in December, everyone is getting into the Christmas mood. However, not everyone wants to stay at home or go to family or friends and a luxurious Christmas break in one of Ireland's Blue Book properties sounds like bliss to me. Well, last week I spoke to Ronan O'Halloran, who is the GM of the Glenlow Abbey Hotel in County Galway, to find out what goes on behind the scenes to ensure that an enchanting experience awaits guests checking in for Christmas. Let's have a listen. Bon appétit. Yummy. Grubs up. Delicious. Mmm. Ronan, thanks a million for taking the time to talk to me today because I'd say you're up to your eyes now that we're we're nearly in December. You must be flat out with the hotel. And I just want to start by asking you about Christmas in Glenlow. Like when does the planning start for Christmas? Thanks so much for having me on, Sharon. Um in Reality planning starts for Christmas in January, believe it or not. Um, so we'll sit down as a team uh, early January and we'll have a look at how Christmas went this year. Um, you know, was there aspects of it that went really well? Was there aspects that guests maybe wanted more or less of? And uh, we'll put pen to paper in January when it's fresh in everyone's mind. And we'll kind of create a little draft plan for the Christmas the following year. Um, at the same time, then some of our team will will uh, reach out to all of the guests that were with us that year. And um, at this stage now, we, we usually have had lots of great feedback and such like that. And um, we'll just say, look, you know, would you like us to go ahead and, and hold your room again for next Christmas? And uh, very often a lot of guests will kind of take us up on that. And uh, that's the first, how would you call it, mile marker on your Christmas plan. So. At that stage, then you can kind of, you sit happy, maybe early February, you have a lot of work done, you have the little kind of foundation laid for for the Christmas the following year, and you can put it on a shelf until about June or July, and you start looking at your creative thing, your photography and your online advertising, and start really planning it out, and from kind of July onwards, it's it's Christmas Central uh, at the forefront of all of our minds right through to December then. Yeah, because it is a really important time of the year in terms of business for any hospitality provider and accommodation provider. So making the accommodation and the property look festive, there must be serious work goes into that. I'd say there's a lot of baubles and a lot of lights. Certainly, like we take Christmas uh, very seriously here in Glenlow and uh, we're so fortunate. Our, our owner, Marie Lally, um, you know, tends to it personally. So Across the hotel, in the public areas, we have over 30 different Christmas uh, trees. Each one of those trees are styled uh, specifically and individually to match the interiors of each, whether it's in the restaurant, the lobby, some of the reception rooms. And they're just the the decorations, like without exception, uh, all of our guests um, just say they're absolutely stunning. So um, that's within the kind of public areas outside you know, that feel of Christmas continues. Uh, we have a beautiful kind of tree-lined avenue coming down to the hotel here. Um, and uh, they're all lit up with uh, fairy lights. Um, we have two original carriages in the Pullman uh, 
Pullman uh, restaurant on the Orient Express. They're lit up with fairy lights. So um, so we take Christmas very seriously, uh, Sharon. And uh, I suppose the direct decorations start very soon after Halloween because there's there's such a volume of them to get done that uh, typically by kind of mid-November, we like to say, yeah, we're done. We're in Christmas mode now, just, uh, just in time for kind of some US guests that might be celebrating Thanksgiving with us as well, you know. And I think, you know, families now, anybody that's hosting Christmas, they're making their list of what to get in for the few days. And there's usually one or two things that we might forget that we just have to get on with it. And, uh, you know, it's not the end of the world. So in terms of stocking the larders at the hotel, there must be a lot of planning goes into that and a lot of ordering that goes on a number of weeks before say Christmas Eve, Christmas Day and St. Stephen's Day. There is. And um, I suppose we're very fortunate. We deal with fantastic suppliers here and we really, I suppose, we really uh, value our suppliers as as partners more so than suppliers. So, you know, this time of year, you know, they're talking with chef, they're talking with housekeeping. um, They're looking ahead at their delivery routes, their delivery schedules. You know, the team might have to have a double order of this on because maybe there's a delivery route that's uh, missing on uh, as Christmas Eve and Christmas Day falls into the calendar. Um, you know, you, you always have to have, you know, the full uh, larder, I suppose, stored and stocked because you might just get that little off menu request from someone that has very specific dietaries. So, you know, I, I don't know how Chef does it sometimes, but he's he's always prepared for any eventuality, no matter how um, how kind of off menu the request might be. So there's plenty of turkey and ham. <laughs> Absolutely. Lots of mince pies, lots of mulled wine. But, you know, for for anything else that might come up, the, the team are well able to uh, adapt and uh, and handle it uh, over the Christmas period. Yeah, I think maybe somebody coming for Christmas dinner who is a vegetarian or maybe is vegan could be somebody's worst nightmare, not knowing what to make for them. So it's great to have that experienced chef and, and all the, the kitchen team who are well able for these unusual, well, they're maybe not unusual requests, but special dietary requirements are are, are more to the, the forefront now compared to maybe 20 years ago. Oh, definitely. Like even when I started doing Christmas in hotels, uh, Christmas lunch, you know, you were probably serving 80, 85 percent turkey and ham. Everyone was like, yeah, it's Christmas. I'm having the traditional kind of fare um, at the minute. You know, we will have uh, seven or eight main course options on uh, throughout Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, St. Stephen's Day. And I would say uh, I should have checked this with Chef now before coming on, but just kind of from the last couple of years, um, observing it all, I would say, you know, turkey and ham is probably only maybe 20, 25% of, of the dinners, you know, um, there, there'd be lovely other dishes on, you know, maybe some venison, some duck, uh, there's always beautiful uh, one or two fish dishes. And um, then as you say, there'll, there'll be, a, there'll be a, an option on the menu that will kind of suit vegetarians or vegans. And then of course, chef is, is more than happy to do something off menu as well. If, if, if the guest has a particular um, taste that they, that they really like and enjoy and um, chef will come up with something and uh, our reservations team will work in advance with guests as well. Um, Joe, any information guests can give us in advance is, is like gold us to us. You know, we love to have that little bit of extra knowledge so that we can anticipate the needs. And, you know, if chef knows that there's someone in the, um, in the Smith party that's joining us that has specific dietaries, 
you know, they can already have their thinking caps on and maybe have a couple of options that they can suggest pre-arrival. Um, and, you know, very often the guests might choose from that. Or again, on the day, they're ready to adapt uh, as needs be as well. Well, it's certainly signs that guests are spoiled for choice whenever it comes to the menu options. And you mentioned the, the Pullman restaurant there. And, and you just said in passing about the Orient Express. Tell us a bit more about it because it's a really, really unusual dining experience. Yeah, we are so fortunate. We, we would say that it's Ireland's most unique fine dining experience. So for any of your listeners that aren't fully familiar with it, we have three original carriages from the former Orient Express on the grounds here, built into a kind of a stationary platform just in the gardens overlooking the golf course and the lake. So an absolutely stunning uh, setting uh, for a dinner experience. And um, I suppose from, from the food and the service side of it, then we, we just try to match that beautiful setting and the history and the ambience that's on the train. So uh, we've recently constructed a brand new uh, purpose-built kitchen uh, that kind of sits nearly below the Pullman uh, train carriages. So it's kind of out of sight, really. And, and that has just opened so many avenues for chef just to, you know, uh, expand the menu choices, um, add little touches and such to the dishes as um, for the last 25 years or so, they were operating within a kitchen uh, on the carriage itself. So it was very authentic. But just in the last um, six months now, we've kind of uh, moved them into a purpose built kitchen next door. And uh, it's, it's a stunning experience. We would run dinner Christmas Eve and St. Stephen's night in the in the Pullman carriages. And then on Christmas Day itself, guests will all dine in the in the main house here in our River Room uh, restaurant. So they kind of will experience um, a couple of different outlets across their stay. Let's talk about Christmas Eve, because I think one of the reasons that people might be afraid to go away for Christmas would be that Santa Claus would deliver the presents to the wrong address. So tell me about Santa in Glenlow and if I'm there with my children does Santa deliver the presents into the room or they down in the reception area what's the delivery protocol well um as like ourselves Santa's hugely busy in the run-up to Christmas so it's usually his little elves that'll uh, reach out and speak with our reservations and concierge team um so they will know where where little Mary and little Johnny are staying and what room specifically they're in so uh, you know, Christmas Eve overnight, Santa will arrive and the concierge will, uh, you know, he knows the place fairly well now at this stage. But, you know, if in any doubt, the concierge will let him know exactly uh, what room 101 is or where's, where's 301 and such. And uh, and then when he has all the presents delivered, he makes another appearance the following morning. Uh, shortly after breakfast, he'll swing by again and just uh, meet all the kids that are in-house kind of uh, with their family in, in our lovely Abbey here. And uh, he'll just give them another little gift as well, you know, just um, because they're staying in Glenlow and, you know, he gets on so well with the Glenlow team here over the years and all the little help that uh, the concierge and reservations team give him, making sure that everyone will get the, the right presence uh, on Christmas Eve as well. So anybody listening that might have any concerns, it will all be in hand and it will all go according to plan. There'll be no hitches. Definitely. And we're doing it for years. And, uh, you know, Santa really loves working with the team here for all the little uh, help and guidance they can give him as well, you know, so works really well. 
And look, we must say you must have a wonderful team because working on Christmas Day, especially if people have families at home, it's not an ideal day to work, but you do your best to make it a special for them as well because it's not just about the guests, it's also about your team. Yeah, it's it's a truly kind of special time of year to be to be working, Sharon. The um I suppose a couple of things we do here. Um we would limit the capacity of the hotel over the kind of Christmas period. Um, now there's a couple of reasons we do that, you know, um, it, it creates, I suppose, more space essentially for the guests that are on site uh, during the kind of festive period, because typically guests will stay on site. You know, there's not a lot of attractions and uh, things open on uh, that kind of time period. Uh, but the second thing it does then, I suppose, is it just allows the team a much more kind of leisurely experience throughout the kind of three or four days there. It is busy, but it's a kind of a nice busy, um, you know, if it all goes according to plan, which it normally does, there's no stress, there's no panic, um, you know, behind the scenes, the team will be celebrating Christmas themselves. Um, you know, the managers at the minute are kind of finalizing rosters and speaking with the team. And like you said, there are some team members that might have family and, you know, really trying to accommodate everyone's kind of requests over those kind of periods. And, uh, you know, there's plenty of uh, chocolates and turkey and mince pie and everything kind of in the background as well. So um, it's a nice atmosphere kind of working Christmas. And, and the other thing that's really special then as well is we have so many repeat guests here in Glenlow. So you're kind of, you, you know, you might see them um, once a year at Christmas, but, you know, they really feel like family by the time they're going home then again. So it's a uh, really nice atmosphere all, all together and and you mentioned there about activities you do offer lots of great activities on site um like for example you do a table quiz we do we do and uh, it hasn't uh, descended into chaos or fights or anything yet but um we have a quiz master there that'll run off a, a lovely kind of table quiz on on christmas evening and uh it's just a bit of fun and, you know, even um, checkers and chess by the fire. Um, we do falconry here in Glenlow nearly every day of the year, but on St. Stephen's morning, our falconer comes in and we'll do a, a fantastic display for all the residents as well, just after Christmas. And uh, we obviously have golf on site as well. So there's, there's lots to do, um, you know, outside of eating and drinking. <laughs> there's lots of eating and drinking as well. You know, you, you read the kind of three day itinerary and, at a glance, you look at it and say, oh, wow, will I be, <laughs> what else will I be doing? There's so much food and drink on offer here across the three days, you know. I think it's great. You have 138 acres there, so there's no excuses whenever it comes to, to going for a nice walk after the, the delicious food. That's it. Um, and how walk off the lunch and get ready for the supper a couple of hours later, you know, make some room. And you have a cinema on site also. We do, and um, it's a gorgeous uh, cinema just located in the main house here. And, uh, you know, the chairs have to be, I think, some of the most comfortable chairs ever. Beautiful red velvet and uh, fabric-covered uh, wallpaper. So it's a real, goes back in time, you know. It's like a 1920s, 1930s kind of picture house kind of vibe in the, in the cinema. And we show all of the classics. So in the run-up to Christmas, you know, it'll be all of your classic kind of Christmas movies, uh, one or two guests might still want to watch the Orient Murder on the Orient Express as as our Pullman train carriage is in the film itself. Uh, but typically it's a lot of the, the Christmas classics that we all know and love. 
Well, it sounds absolutely amazing. Um, I have spent Christmas away once many years ago. My husband and I went to Scotland. It was pre-children and I thought it was great. There was a quiz on. We met other people. You had the crack. Now, my husband was practically crying into his turkey and ham because he would be a bit of a home bird. So going away wouldn't be his cup of tea. So you must have a really diverse range of people that come all for different reasons. Yeah, well, it's, it's so funny you say that because, you know, chatting to the guests in the breakfast room or in the lobby, you, you will, every year you'll meet a kind of a first timer, let's call it. And they will tell you, checking out on, on St. Stephen's this morning or the 27th, that they are never doing Christmas at home again. <laughs> So they, they come away and, you know, the, the team here will take all of the stress, the hassle, the cooking, the cleaning, all, you know, so you can really relax and enjoy um, Christmas with us. And just the experience, it's like you described there, uh, you're, you're meeting other couples or other families. And, uh, and we see that then, as I said a little while ago, in the repeat guests, you know, there, there will be families that will have met here maybe four or five, ten years ago. And, and they might be coming every year since. So it's, um, it's fantastic. And I think from, from our perspective here in Glenlow, we have probably two or three different types of guests. Um, we have the repeat guests that come nearly every year. And, you know, it's, it's, it's so fantastic to see them back every year. Um, you'll have some families that, you know, they might try different hotels around the country every year. And, you know, when they're staying with you, they might tell you, oh, we'll, we were in Donegal last year and we said we tried Galway this year and next year they'll be in Cork or Kerry. Um, the last two years, we've had a little sprinkling of international guests and that was something kind of relatively new. But, you know, it's, it's down to the fantastic work being done with Tourism Ireland and Ireland's Blue Book, you know, trying to extend the overall season and, and let the international kind of community know that Ireland is, is stunning during the festive uh, period. So that's kind of worked really well the last couple of years. And then just this year, we've launched our um, lodges on the estate here, which are kind of a self-catering option. And they're really ideal for families who are visiting family at home here. So let's say mom and dad might be coming back to Galway to visit granny and granddad. They have a few kids with them. Space at home in, in granny and granddad's is limited. So they might stay with us. And they could be at home with granny and granddad tucking into the turkey um, there as well. So lots of different kind of uh, segments of guests over the couple of days, Sharon. Well, look, as I say, it sounds absolutely amazing. I really appreciate you taking the time to tell me all about it today and have a wonderful Christmas, Ronan. Thanks so much, Sharon. And uh, if any of your listeners are looking for some uh, inspiration or, or last minute bookings, we still have one or two uh, rooms available over the Christmas period. And the best place to look it up is uh, IE, or to call the team here in the hotel and we'll be delighted to look after them. You're listening to the best possible taste on West Limerick 102 FM.